My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. I'm here, back, finally, with working internet. My name is Mason. <laughs> I'm Matt. No, 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 no. You actually have to apologize to listen. I, I haven't even heard the... All right, I'm fine. still Matt. <laughs> I am Josh. I am, I am Colin. And I am deeply, deeply sorry about Her name was Mason. pain and strife. That I have caused you, my friends. I am so terribly, tragically we sorry. Mason, not Hondo Onaka. Right. Good. Uh, okay. Right well, all right. Well, thank you for listening to the stars. <laughs> Next, no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Uh, we have an article about all the new Star Wars projects coming up. Very, very exciting stuff. We actually got to see um, characters. Stand next to each other that we never thought we would, especially live action. Seeing Obi-Wan and Ahsoka stand next to each other, that was really, really cool. Um, we also saw Vader uh, as well as as the new Inquisitor. And we saw Andor and, and Mandalorian standing right next to each other as well. It's it's, it's a very exciting time for Star Wars fans. It, it's, it's a very exciting time for Star Wars. And then there's also the statement that Kathleen uh, Kathleen Kennedy made um about the ryan johnson uh trilogy and then also why solo made a bad impression for them for um for casting uh new actors to play main character roles that are like well known spicy episode everyone buckle up so we got a lot to talk there is (laughs) excitement and it looks like there's some controversy uh so let's get into the news uh on monday um we got wait was it monday or yesterday or the day before i forget well i mean um this past week <laughs> there <laughs> we go your bases yeah thank you Cover them all. Um, yeah yeah I, I yesterday all right so tuesday on tuesday uh we got the um the new article for vanity fair that Broke down um, some of how the actors were feeling and their excitement for all, all the new upcoming shows and the new episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi out, which is coming out next week. Obi Wan Kenobi is finally coming out next week. Can you believe it? Next it's time. been the number one show for uh, for all Star Wars fans here. since. It oh was my gosh, like, bro! That was like <laughs> I remember that being hinted and people were just going nuts about that. So it's finally because we thought it was going to be a movie originally, and now it's great that we're actually finally getting this series. Well, it so it was supposed to be a movie, but then it got um it's all switched around because of Solo. So so it looks like Solo um Don't you go blaming like, Solo for everything? What they're I'm, just I'm, a scapegoat now? Is that well, what's happening? I feel like it's definitely the biggest learning lesson that the company has ever had. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the, they think it is uh, the biggest learning lesson. I was, like, ever had. I was gonna say that the sequel you... trilogy exists. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, like, uh, towards the future of where they're going with Star Wars, because okay. I don't think they would have just continued the same way they would have. Like, right, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, uh, because of we are we are getting um, Kenobi, and then shortly after, by the end of the year, we are getting uh, the Cassian Endor series, which they kind of this talked color. about it, but not in a big way. Um, most I want to know more about that series. 
a well, lot more about that next series, week is star Wars um, celebration Cassian and andor's in it yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly that's basically <laughs> all we place, know it takes place in or around the same time as the empire just uh, want to see this Forrest Whitaker cameo. <laughs> all those both spies that died i swear to god if max rebo shows up i'm off I'm out. I'm <laughs> Listen, I'm I out. I'm I will be so pumped if I'm he shows out. up and 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 Obi Wan Kenobi. I I will lose it. I will be no like, know how because of it. It made sense for him to be in the book of Boba Fett. That made sense, but for him to be in Kenobi just because he's in Tatooine, I'm like, all right, that's kind of a stretch. Um, but merchandising. That's also it. the same thing that that they've been saying too uh, about um. Because they're on Tatooine, it's like you know what anyone can show up. So could you imagine if like somehow, since the Mandalorian has ties to Tuscan Raiders or something, that 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 young Mando shows up in Obi Wan Kenobi? I think that would be all right. Listen, there Colin, is a fine line that. of okay. yeah. Cover your ears really quick, Colin. Okay, come on, on, Matt. Who buys Max Repo merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, there's the amount of people that have sent Colin links to that T-shirt as Star Wars Celebration. Yes. All that Star Wars Celebration stuff has a lot of Max Rebo this year. It's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, I know for a fact that Max Rebo band does tour, and they've been on more than just Tatooine. Um, I don't know what <laughs> Disney and why Disney's like, let's just stay on Tatooine for all of our series, future projects. You are past. preaching to the choir, um, like, for, into for Brooke. Where's Brooke? Like, Where's Brooke? Brooke? Brooke has a lot to say about merchandise this. Merchandise coming up from <laughs> uh, they uh, are talking about Tatooine. They're talking and about uh, how much they overuse Tatooine. And um, do you do you think that they are going to continue on this path with Kenobi? Because like I obviously they already filmed it. And when I think Obi Wan Kenobi, okay, so I don't think like it's the last time we'll see Tatooine. I think Tatooine because of that is where the actual star wars journey began i think that's where it will keep going i think it will keep popping up i think it, it will begins and ends again it's yeah. like a cycle yeah. and it all starts and begins in tatooine yeah but um like there's literally a whole galaxy out there like what mid like we, we have seen a lot of the galaxy though they're like the uncharted star sections right? of star wars that like still haven't even been explored i like, definitely would so like to much. see more planets in live action like i would love to see something like felucia done in live action we know I that they can do something, that something you mean new. you don't remember when they uh did all i guess the more uh, i want to do more of felucia on live action i'd like to see Let's like see. more of these planets that we got like just brief segments of in um so you want to uh, see other than like commander greed just like lighting up yeah yeah putting <laughs> down a sakura on screen mm-hmm. for five seconds how much for i don't you guys renvar i want renvar very how bad. much for you guys to like know like what is so different of a star wars story that you would still say is, is still star wars like how much can they divert how much can these star wars movies diverge from being because like I feel like we go back to Tatooine, but we can have a completely different story as long as it's on Tatooine. So yeah, okay. Let's fine. use let's use the, the solo film oh, as like an example though, because like since they okay. want to use it for an example of how they shouldn't use um, actors and and to portray original characters. Let's how actually read that statement first. Film? Yeah, let's okay. We can yeah. do that, and then yeah, so, we'll come back to you, Josh. Right. So okay. So it says when discussing Solo's box office disappointment on how Alden took on the role of a younger version of Harrison Ford's classic character. 
Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said, now it does seem so abundantly clear that we can't do that anymore. Um, and then that's the statement. And then she's trying to change the subject. Abundantly so clear. Yeah. So it's very interesting that um, that Solo convinced Lucasfilm to no longer cast new actors um, as like those classic Star Wars characters. Um, and it sounds like uh, it sounds like Solo left a bad impression and, and and a bad taste in in their mouth. But I don't think they're looking at it in the right way because the the main reason why Solo didn't do well was because a lot of people were 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 trying to make a statement and boycott the next Star Wars movie because of the Last Jedi. Like I I remember when that happened and that was the main like thing. Like people were like I I'm not know. seeing it. Solo um, Solo was very uh, I think I feel like a very decisive movie when it came out. Almost like like everyone that I talked to about it, and I talked to a lot of people about it because I love Star Wars and I will stop talking about it. Um, like it was very much like a 50 fit like a 50-50 people who either loved the movie and really liked that like felt like Star Wars or they hated it and biggest reason was because they did not like the actors. Those are like the two things that I that I heard the most about. Do you also recall the lack of like marketing that they did on the on the film? Like I got the Super Bowl yeah. trailer, and I remember that like that was like the biggest of like any of the trailers that I I remember it was just like we that actually was the didn't get the that I could remember because like for every Star actually... Wars film they have a marketing campaign, but then when it came to Solo, they like they released the one trailer no, and, and it was really bad. Um, and, like, they actually people. had they actually had the. Uh, the full like trailer, like the official trailer, actually come out on May fourth, um, and they also dropped that clip as well um, uh, on May fourth. Because on that day they were like, tickets are now on sale, and it was and and no joke, it was weird because like I saw it, I saw it at a private screening, so that like, I didn't have to worry about it. But then I remember going on the Thursday, like on the Thursday on opening night, and I remember being like, okay, why is there only like ten people in this theater? I was so confused. Because I'm so used to, because I was so used to the, the past three years like just being packed, and then you walk in and there's only ten people on opening night. Well, you, you gotta think about like the fact that like when that trailer came out on May fourth, then they instant released ticket sales. Like whereas like for like a film like I don't know, like the new Avatar movie that's coming out in yeah. December, and you got a trailer like last week, like that's you nine months of preparation and, and build up for a, a release of a film. Whereas this yeah. one like. Uh, it's out. <laughs> like yeah. you didn't even tell us about it. It's definitely one yeah. of those ones that I don't think they knew what they were going to do with it because they're just kind of like, well, we're, we're continuing the trilogy, and then it was just like, all right, and we have this little thing here, by the way. Like now, we, we already had Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. And it, but that movie did, like, it, it was phenomenal. That movie was phenomenal. I really wouldn't have changed anything with that movie. But here's the thing: is that. It, it's there's so many, many like familiar elements or f- familiar like eye candy that like anyone can can make a trailer from Rogue One. Rogue One has in it and go, wow, that's cool. Like, oh, we got these stormtroopers. Wow, that's cool. Oh, wow, they're black. Whoa, that's really cool. Like, I want to I want to know about that. Um, Rebel symbols, all this kind of like and that. Some of those trailers were awful. However, there's much more eye candy for that than there is for trying to push solo. Yeah, all you really have is Chewbacca. And the Millennium Falcon, right? People can see those two and be like, oh, "I already know." Because I, I mean, we would we would know it's like, "Hey, that's Solo." But like, if you look from an outsider's perspective, 
and you just don't even know what you're looking at and you just go right past that and you you don't go wow that's star wars you go oh that's some random actor i don't know who that is i'll, I'll keep on going doesn't catch i i agree with that because of that's also something that happened with the prequels but but with solo because it was one movie it was like okay well we know nothing is going to happen to solo because yeah but like character if you if you talk about the prequels character. i could see a lightsaber and be like boom there's nothing for that in no yeah now now i will say that darth maul reveal was very very cool that was very unexpected we like didn't know anything about crimson dawn or or, or like anything with his criminal like you know underworld stuff besides the comic books at the time um which which that was called son of dathomir and but that we was really really do cool. really don't igniting his much lightsaber about at the end that. is so funny it's so we funny. don't really know what his connection to all of that is still yet like well that was because they that, right? they did like a whole like they set themselves up for another solo film by like with the crime syndicate and then they're like yeah. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Let's not do that. And right. Like, but we want, I want, I don't know about all y'all, but like, right. I would love a sequel to the solo that explains yeah, the crime syndicate. And... But then what happened was they. I do you want to know more about Crimson Dawn? I'm very curious how they fit in with so many large crime syndicates already. I feel like they only just listened to like those, the the Star Wars fans that are like original trilogy fans only. Like, they don't like the prequels that much and they definitely don't like the sequels. And they're like, oh, my God, you replaced Harrison Ford? I was like, no, we didn't replace him. Uh, this is just a younger version of him. And- I just didn't think. So So here's my thing about Solo. I, I, I like the movie. I like the movie a lot. But I didn't think it was necessary. I don't think we needed it. Um, uh, I, I think, think the elements in the movie are great. I, I, I think the whole thing of Sabak and, and Lando and Han and their chemistry. The dice. But, and 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 seeing the castle run and everything that was really cool but i don't this think was it was to, necessary. to kick off this was meant to kick off like all of the other kind of like independent star wars indi- yeah independent yeah. star wars mm-hmm. projects that were focused on a person the most marketable one you could have done would be han solo and chewbacca second i would have said kenobi and both of those were on this like the board for being those ones as well as boba fett yes we we knew boba that fett. and it's like boba fett where where <laughs> uh and uh and and then actually uh so after the new fantastic four movie came out that that person that was making that movie after the movie flopped they were like okay you're not doing the you are not making the new boba fett movie and and and, and they scrapped that and then obi-wan kenobi was supposed to be the next film it was supposed to be but then after they saw solo flopped in their mind they're like oh okay well Solo didn't do good. Obi Wan Kenobi, like we, we like, need to give this character justice, and we want to make a lot of money out of it. Okay. We can probably make more by doing something else. And they were like, "Well, Disney Plus is gonna be made." And they're like, okay. Well, there's that. Um, well, your logic, like the the logic that you're comparing that to Disney and that of the article that we they don't track because right. like and the article they're like we're not gonna cast uh, original characters with with new <clears throat> actors, whereas with a, the new Kenobi series coming out, Ewan McGregor, like who is Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was an actor who was portraying a younger version of an already existing right. original character. So like right. Disney's already done it successfully. And now all of a sudden with Solo, they're like, oh, it doesn't work. But I was like, so, it does work. It literally right. did work. So I I think what we need to take from this is um, because if, if you think about it, when they were doing stuff, with um sorry if you hear stuff in the background uh 
they were doing the deep fake stuff with like Luke and everything. I think maybe that's what they're referring to. Uh, Comparatively to what? That as opposed to casting didn't, didn't really like exist younger to younger to like casting Hopefully. like new actors because it's cheaper? like oh hey there's Donald is that Glo- better it saves millions of dollars you're right but, but I, I feel like it doesn't because you still got to pay a lot for that kind of cgi you got to pay a lot of people to do that i feel like it's going to cost either the so same i'm saying like hiring an actor and that that resembles the face more other than but if you think think general. about it like this what they're saying is that it is not worth us to make like a full character focused movie with someone we just like we we hire and they're like there this is now this character as opposed to making an entire movie with a character that is CGI'd in. I I don't know. I feel like for this debate, like at this point, we would have to sort of see like a statistical graph of the cost of deep faking someone. Deep faking someone is going to be more. I can guarantee it's going to be more expensive an for an entire movie than hiring just an you actor. You have to hire a whole play. team to be a character. I don't know. Just hire one actor to do it. You know, as opposed to hiring a young actor who may not have that much popularity, like maybe they would accept a lower rate because Star Wars. Again, yeah, that's what we're saying is like there's no way that a CGI is going to be cheaper than just hiring one person. to. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I just put into that argument, huh? But uh, but I don't know. Like I would I like to see some statistical information about it. Um, I I think here's my take on it. What about like. The actors like you know what about pe- young, like young people who are getting into acting who want to get into star wars like mason they can <laughs> like myself like i would love to go and play han solo at some point like i would love the opportunity to go and be yeah. part of this world that was a very tall han solo that <laughs> i appreciate it That's not long fingers no no i okay so like, you i what i'm saying like like if you if you are just relying on putting in all these deep fakes as well, like think about the actors that are having jobs and stuff cut for them. Oh, know? like they rely on that work to live and survive. Especially well, yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you can't use job security as, as no, a, an do, argument no, here. No, like, do, like do, do think do about the amount of people else. that it takes to deep fake someone's face, where uh, compared to like that of a yeah, and actor. that's that's true, but. It, like less less among like the job security and more in the lines of like not to like, mention love the, to see the level of get an opportunity it's kind of like a gamble because like what you yeah. remember like when we did they did the deep fake with luke's face and they're like that looks pretty bad and then some random fan was like i can do that better and they're like great come on in but like so that like there is a lot of ways to thank you real from boy he knows what he's talking about um there's a lot of ways that they could do defakes, but there's the cost effectiveness. There's like job security, I guess, if Mason wants to bring that as an argument. And then there is the attention to detail with the character and how it affects the overall plot of the story. So the way that Alden uh, in Solo portrayed that of Han Solo, I thought he did significantly amazing. And um, I don't think that if you, even if you had Harrison Ford come back, um, he probably wouldn't be able to do just as good of a job, but not saying that he's a terrible actor. He's just a little past his prime, if that's the right way to put it. 
um, just because the obviously the movements would be different. The I mean, the, plus, the, the plots, the setup, the, the action scene sequences, like, it would all be different if it was. Does Harrison Ford even want to come back as Han Solo at this no, point? No, that made us so over it. He's like, this is my last yeah. Indiana Jones. I'm done. Yeah, I was going to say. So I imagine he would never want to He's going back for Indiana Jones. And that, that's one of the things that I meant, like, with bringing in young actors is, like, bring in people who want to do it, who want to come in and, and add to this this world, you know? If not for job security or whatever, then, like, let, let people who are young and passionate take the torch. I mean, that's what Star Wars lives and breathes on, is the younger generations coming in and, like, taking it and, like, okay, what can we do with this then, now? Then, then I will 100% agree with you, as long as we can get something new. Yeah, that's that's the difference is I don't want here's the thing is I don't want more movies like I will give them the whole like we're not going to recast. We're not going to have like new people come in to play these characters as long as you bring in new characters or like new actors to play new characters in this. Uh, yeah, recycle. This is, is this is what I want to segue into uh, what you Enough were talking about Star earlier, Star Josh. You asked um, how far can we get from what? the original idea of star Wars is and have it still be star Wars. Uh, I think that was a great question that star Wars visions explored. I think that was a really, really, really good, good question, especially whenever we had episodes like Tatooine Rhapsody that like featured, you know, like the entire musical side or we had, okay. Okay. That was about like the Sith going around hunting other Sith. And (laughs) then we had, like there was a lot of unique concepts that were yes yes there there were a lot of unique concepts do i agree with maybe one or two i i have something to say to that what's the original clone wars the original clone wars by the samurai jack creator yes exact Mm. kind of thing i'm talking about that was good there is no vintage what the heck is that about (laughs) it means that it's no longer canon that's all it was canon originally yeah. Um, um that's the kind of short small stories that I yeah. like, but they can be very weird. Like you could have like a whole episode of yeah. like as you were saying like Mason like let's say like Felucia and then it's just like people hunting like a mon- like one of the aliens that we know. Like an Akwe. Like, yeah, like hunting that. I was like that sounds like a fun little thing I would love to see on cool. screen. I would yeah. love to see that kind of stuff. And it really it works really well when they did that in that kind of clone wars and that won like so many awards for that animation. And I was like, it's barely any dialogue. I would love to mm-hmm. see that kind of stuff from Star Wars and like another anthology series. Let's make it some fun. Like, hey, let's have some canon stuff. It doesn't have to be like Japanese related. I'd love to see that kind of stuff in Star Wars. Right. Yeah, movie, I mean, movie-wise, I love Star Wars for sure. Yeah, love I would Tartakovsky. I love to move away from so much of like we have this set timeline and I'm yes. like, go way back, go yeah. way in the future. We have the old canon. And that's great that you want to pick apart on and just add to, but can we get away from this, like just this period of like I agree. a few hundred yeah. years, please. <clears throat> there was also something Hold that we were talking about in the, in, um, in the break room today, which, which was they, they have the old Republic. They have the high Republic. They have all of this um, stuff that where the higher, where most of the, all the high Republic stuff is canon. But most of the stuff from uh, from the old Republic is not. Not all of it is. And I think that if we get a show out of it, not a movie, a show, because of that's something also Kathleen um, said, which was that the future of Star Wars is not in trilogies. 
It's in storytelling um, uh, through different characters and shows. And that, that was a very interesting comment because, yes, the, the Clone Wars did, um, did pave that road for for the future of star wars i think for for storytelling if we didn't get clone wars we would have never gotten mandalorian because we would not have dave filoni um and i think that it's very interesting to see how great the movies were but then after they had um after they had uh the sequel trilogy come out and it did not get the respect not well some respect and some of the aspects of the movies were great but not all of it i think that when we when you compared mandalorian season one to episode nine and when those both came out at the same time now guys be honest were you more excited to see the the season finale of mandalorian or were you more excited to see episode mandalorian nine? easily yeah mandalorian right i mean but that okay to be fair I, I don't know if that's just because we had the buildup. See, because like if no one told me for episode nine, I still really want to see it. And I would think that would be equally done. Like, let's say I had never seen Mandalorian, because that's not fair to say, like, do you say, do you, would you say like the last two episodes uh, to till episode nine are the buildup to it? And you're like, here's the conclusion. Right. You're probably then, just turned off a little bit by Last Jedi, too. You're like, oh. You're like, uh, yeah. I'm like, I really, yeah. but I wanted to see. I, I feel like it's uh, it's it's closer than being super far away. But after you'd seen it, then I would definitely say like, hey, Mandalorian is 100% like so much of a better finale. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was really hyped to see it because I was so curious on how this was going to end and how they're going to explain all this stuff. But then as soon as people are like, this is not it, I'm like, right. Oh, then I and I will say like, you oh, are you are comparing a show to a movie. I am doing that because of they okay, so they were both Star Wars things happening at the same time. And 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 then also on top of that, you also had the hype of Jedi Fallen Order going on as well. So you had all of these Star Wars things happening at the same time, but they both were coming out like like around relatively like, same time period. Yeah, so so, so it was just like, okay. Were you more excited to see episode nine or were you excited to see the season finale of the Mandalorian? And for me, it was as great as, as those movies are and, um, and everything. The last Jedi just ruined it for me because of the storytelling. And it wasn't the way that I personally think it should have went. Now what the, what it did. And again, I, I know I talk about this all the time because it's, 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 if you bring up Max Rebo, I swear to God. No. Um, uh, <laughs> I, it, the Rise of Skywalker had to make up for a lot of the mistakes that The Last Jedi made. And one big jab is where Rey throws her lightsaber into the fire and Luke catches it. And then, and then he's like, that's not how you treat a Jedi's weapon. You must treat it with more respect. And that was a clear jab. At, at at Ryan Johnson telling Luke to throw his lightsaber over his shoulder in The Last Jedi. And it was like, that was so unnecessary. Yep. And like, Why did J.J. Abrams do it? Because he wanted to make the fans happy. And and um and I I I just think it just had to kind of clean up of what The Last Jedi was. And and you could tell that was their mission for it when it should have been focusing on its own story. 
And they also threw in the Emperor randomly. Didn't even explain how the Emperor came back in the movie. They explained it in a comic book. Somehow, Palpatine returned. Right, right. I that is how they explain it in the movie. And and they also explained Snoke as well. Like, they did not explain Snoke. It was just like, oh. Even the Mandalorian had to fucking take care of that. Like, he was like, just... Language. I said freaking sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, I said the other way. But yeah, no. Okay. Um, no, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think for me, like Rise of Skywalker, the thing that ruined it for me was like the flash cut cameos. Oh my god, that was the worst. Like I back of everything yeah. that was going on, like bit by bit by bit, and for that to be the first part of the movie, your first impression of the movie to come in and just be like. And now we're on this planet doing this thing. 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 And like every and, time, and, and the Mandalorian or the Rise of Skywalker, no, Rise of Skywalker, of course. Okay. Yeah, the um, the like, rushed You could tell that it was almost it, it, that that that's exactly what it was trying to do. Was it was trying to clean up, and I'm using air quotations, Ryan Johnson's mess, right? Like it was J.J. Abrams coming in to be like, okay, so all of this is and was a mistake. And this is not part of the trilogy. So I'm just going to rewrite it and make it not not the way it is. I don't like uh, projects that like compete with each other because like, like directors, yeah. the way that they were working with, I'm like, you guys are supposed to be working together. Exactly. And um, you're literally making the, the plot suffer and you're making the storyline and the whole series suffer just because of your differences of... I think I would have respected the movie more if they had just continued it and not spent yeah. some, devoted so much time to trying their hardest to to fix something. I would have respected more if they would just continued it. I felt like the whole like I, I swear they were trying to push some like gray Jedi kind of thing, like Jedi and Sith. We're gonna figure out that like having any of those, there can never be like a proper balance, like that kind of thing. And I was like, that was really cool. And I want to see that. And then I'm like, all right, you guys want to change it and go back. It's fine. And these next steps, I'm kind of like, all right, that's, I feel like the expectation was already ripped away from us in the last Jedi. And I was, I think that's the main thing that throughout the entire trilogy, I was like, can we just set something in place and then have it pay off the next like episode, please. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't happen in any of them. So I was like... Do we get any okay. kind of consistency? Yes. It yeah. would have been It would have been really good. But yeah, as, that's as you're saying, Matt, like, they, it, it just... It, it, it definitely felt like no one was talking back and forth. Like, hey, this is where this is going to go in the end. Okay, cool. How are we going to get there? This is how we're going to get there. That's all they needed. And it, it feels like none of that was ever talked about. This is where I'll agree sort of uh, with uh, Kathleen Kennedy's comment and that... Um, trilogies are not the future of Star Wars. Like, it's definitely going to be in this series. Like, I feel like now that there's such a fandom behind Star Wars, and now that we have the access to media in the way that we do these days via like all of these streaming apps, and it literally it's too instant. Like, um, do you guys remember like waiting in line for like a Star Wars movie and like having to like wait months? And yes. now they're like, I mean, yeah, they are dropping. Like, sometimes they'll not every time, but sometimes they'll drop episode by episode, week by week, like like TV shows should. Um, and I do like the fact that they're making TV series, which give us more content, and they're allowing them to spread out the plot over larger periods of times and go into further detail, and whereas they wouldn't be able to in a film, which is, I mean, it's obvious. But the idea that like the original concept behind Star Wars being a trilogy, and then the fact that the 
the head of Star Wars is like, yeah, we're not going to be doing that really anymore. It just kind of, I don't know if it, I, I, I don't know my emotions. I don't know if I should feel sad about it or if I should be, um, <laughs> <What>? debut <laughs> in Fortnite. <laughs> Sorry. Thank well, you. I, I, I mean, well, it's, on our live stream. It is, it is true. <laughs> but, um, something to, something to add off of, of, of what you're saying, Matt is I, Listen, I love seeing Star Wars movies in the theater. I don't want that to stop um, because of sitting in a crowd and watching it with fans. That is one of the best experiences to me because I remember sitting there when when Force Awakens came out. and, and, And I remember, you know, like walking in on opening night and and just kind of peeking in the theater. And as soon as that, like, as soon as the logo came on, like a long time ago, the guys, the cheers, yeah, the The entire theater roared. And that, like, I I definitely got goosebumps and and shed a tear. I was like, Star Wars is back. Does that mean that you think that, like, because we live in such a a, a post COVID world where, like, movie theaters just don't make money like they used to? And you have a bunch of companies who are like, why would I put in all this effort and this this money to do a movie in the theater when I would make less money than if I just made an entire series right. that would be completely praised and put it on Disney Plus? Right. And can and, you can and, you still have those kind of reactions in a bar with playing those episodes? Do you feel like you could still have that kind of connection, or does it have to be in a movie theater for you? I think it has to be in a movie theater. I think if like you know, big hey, screen, oh, big speaker. I hey, actually we're, agree. We're at the bar, and uh, and you know what? Let's watch the newest episode of Kenobi. I think that would be Why interesting. Are we using bar as a reference, because <laughs> because uh, I I went to I went to uh, see like Game of Thrones episodes at a bar. Oh yeah, and these are like episodes where everyone like would be drinking around, and we're all waiting for stuff, and we'd all be like freaking out on this giant screen that they had posted up. And I mean, like that was still a full on kind of like movie well, theater experience for me, right? Like. But- I will say this, like, like, but that stuff doesn't happen a lot, right? I don't feel like, um, especially when it's something with like Disney related, because I feel like everything Disney related has to be like on the app and streaming on the app most of the time. And I feel like whenever I watch stuff like that, like I want to, uh, let's say Book of Boba Fett is a great example. Whenever you, you see the screeners going by and you hear, um, in the background the mandalorian theme playing i so desperately wanted to like turn to the person next to me and be like oh my god did you hear that or like have that freak out moment (laughs) i think that is is something (laughs) that is sort of something um that you get in being able to watch this content in a public space with people the movie theater is definitely the best place to do that and i'm not saying that you know it can't happen i mean if you're around the right audience yeah and i I just feel like you know I feel like it's harder, but it's still going to be there is my main point is that it's going to be there. You just have to go and find it. And I feel like more and more time passes. You're going to find more and more places that are like, oh, we're playing like the finale of this. We're playing the finale of that because the ultimate experience I've ever had in the movie theater where people are going nuts was Endgame. Yes, Endgame was I agree. the most insane one. And I don't think we'll ever have another Endgame for a very long time. And yeah. that's the one that people come out to the theaters for. I don't think Star Wars, Star Wars will have another one of those until unless it's another insane hiatus 
which probably yeah. will not happen, and no. or the end of a trilogy. No. What you're going to find is that TV shows are going to be the ones where people actually go out go nuts for them. I could easily see a bar being like, hey, we're going to play the first episode of Kenobi tonight. You guys want to come around? We're all going to go ahead and watch it and it'll be on a big screen and people are like losing their minds and that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's, that's the kind of energy would be great. To, man. I think the bars I go to, I can barely hear the television. So we got to coordinate. Oh, these are like these are like themed places where like okay, that's the yeah. whole like point. Yeah. It's like nerd culture kind of stuff. Yeah. Still kind of uh, new here, so I got to figure that out. And then back I, on Josh's um, point, what I was going to say was that like now that we're getting all these stream shows, as much as I do like the trilogies, as much as I do like the movies, like the counterpoint of that is, and like having instant access to content, Star Wars content that theoretically a lot of the times has more time for a storyboard to sit down, be created, written out and like have a plan because I have all this time and all these episodes to utilize and find consistency and find a goal for, um, you know, the story's purpose. Right. Um, I, I do like that more than the movies. I like sitting down and having that, like those hours of content that this, I can just go back and rewatch whenever I want and like still find all these new things inside these hours of content. Here is the main thing that is what is saving Star Wars is we don't know what happens next in an episode. When this is a streaming service that they decided, hey, we're not going to do what Netflix does and you, you just binge all the series. They did it with like Visions, that's fine. But this is... Star Wars content that I get to hear whispered around. And that's what really keeps Star Wars going is when yeah. someone's like, hey, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, you know, this character and this character, and I think this is going to happen. And that's the kind of buzz that is like around us nowadays that I think <laughs> is really going to keep us going throughout all of Star Wars. Someone walks into a room and they're like, no spoilers, no spoilers. I haven't seen the episode yet. Exactly. That's the kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Don't do that around Josh. He likes to spoil stuff for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be kidding me right now. Oh man. yeah, I, I see. See, I, I, I told Josh because there's a chance that we might be able to see the episodes before he. I'm gonna goes. ruin it for you so bad. <laughs> I'm gonna. But I, I, like... I, I told him I'm like I'm not gonna be you, and I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but I, I, I got you, Josh. I'll tell you what's up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll um, be at the panel and being like, "Hey, guess." what had just happened in this episode no i'm just kidding um uh no but gregor confirmed it in person so yeah but if yeah i mean if there was a choice though if 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 there was a choice would you guys rather have just you know them doing tv shows or would you rather just have them doing movies it's not hard because for a while there tv shows weren't a thing um they were not a thing (laughs) tv shows TV shows and TV shows. I feel yeah. I feel like TV shows will be the the, the new lifeblood of nowadays. I w- I love movies to death, but if you can keep talking throughout the entire year about a TV show and go for months yeah. and months and all always be speculating of what's going to happen next instead of one movie we're going to wait a long time. I go see other movies. Oh, that that was better than that that movie that I thought. And blah 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 blah. It keeps going, and then oh yeah, it's a trailer for this this movie that's right. coming out two years from the original. I feel like TV shows are going to keep Star Wars fresh for everyone and keep everyone really within like in gaining like traction for Star Wars. Because no, if you yeah, have a Star I Wars agree. movie every two years, it's like okay, 
that's like a trilogy. And I mean, I feel like the hype isn't nearly as there. That first episode, the hype was there. It was on a hiatus for so long to where it came back and everyone's like, wow, this is crazy. It's great that Star Wars is finally back. And I'm like, I I, I, I love that theater experience. I just don't think that it's as good as the TV show experience. And I I, I will, uh, I'll get, agree with you on this one, Josh. Um, here's the thing. Like, just as far as like marketing wise, would you rather, do you think that you could make time into your week or at least most people to, to go to a movie theater, pay, buy a food and drink, yeah. and see this two, three-hour movie. Stubbs member? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or would you rather flip on Disney+, Plus, pop on your series, exactly. and be 30 minutes, 48 minutes to an episode that comes out week per week? Yep. And yeah, which, which one do you find is easier? And, no. uh, yeah, like yes, that's I, I find watching uh, watching from home is definitely going to be the easier option, and that's another funny thing is that it's it's accessibility because there's yeah. people that can't go to the movie theaters, right? And or or yeah, they just because we live in a COVID world, um, or just like movie theaters aren't for them. And I feel like this is another way to be like you're still on the hype train like all of us. You 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 can still be having those moments like all of us. You can still speculate like all of us instead of just being like, all right, we had one movie. This is what we think. Done. Let's speculate for the, what's going to happen next, I guess. Because these these episodes are like 45 minutes long. Oh, yeah. Two of those, that's already yeah. like a feature-length movie. Mm-hmm. But you get like seven in a series. Exactly. And it all has a consistent, coherent plot line. Yeah. Almost all the time. Because, you know, you have people that are sitting down that have to write out all of these episodes. Whether there's filler or not, still, like that's still Star Wars content. I but know that we've something... been talking a lot about that. And I think that Disney, they've been, they've been um, like changing the, the way that they release film and stuff like that. And I think that in the coming years, we're going to see sort of a hybrid of these two things come together. Whereas with a, with a, a limited series or um, just a regular series, they will record the entire season all at one time and then they'll release it bit by bit. Whereas with the the uh, um, a trilogy, they will re- they'll film one film and it will take nine to eighteen months, and then they'll release it, and then you have to wait another two years for the next film. Mm-hmm. But I think that what they're gonna maybe do here in the coming future is they will film for like a long time, like like twelve to three years over a period of time, and then they'll release like a full length movie. But instead of waiting two years, they'll release like one movie and then like nine months later, they'll release another movie that you could also just as easily stream on Disney Plus because that's just easy money for them. But the fact that like what Josh is saying, like the fact that they have to wait two years for the the next step of the plot for us to continue the story, people lose interest, people uh, determine what what will be in the film, what won't be in the film. And then there's all of the like the stuff that happens behind the scenes where you hear a lot of rumors and stuff like that based off of like what actors are in it, which actors aren't. But I think that Disney is becoming really, they aren't already really good at navigating social media and they're really good at not letting certain things leak um, with exceptions. We've all uh, seen little bits of leaks here and there out of Disney, but they're for the most part, pretty minuscule things. And I think that Disney in the coming future, they're going to find a way to continue making films, continue making series, but and then find a way to make them both better for each other. They'll yeah. take 
influences from from film to make the plot better and lengthen out like the the storyline for TV series and they'll take the the filming process that they use for making films and they'll apply it to or the, that they use for making TV series and they'll apply it to films. So I think that in the next like 5 years like whatever whenever this next trilogy comes out, I feel like we're not going to be waiting 2 years. We might mm-hmm. be waiting maximum a year. Um, right because i remember when we when they did uh the harry potter series and they were releasing them they filmed deathly hollows part one and part two simultaneously but they released them like almost exactly a year apart and they also did that for lord of the rings as well um like good example example. yeah for the original trilogy they actually shot most of the stuff for return of the king before they shot stuff for fellowship of the ring do you so, think that we could get Star uh, Star Wars creep by any chance of like it it just becomes the same thing over and over again? Because I mean we have so much superhero creep right now where like people like it's the same movie over and over again like with a different character. Yeah, like you're just like I don't really care as much. Do you think you could get that with Star Wars? So we actually already have, and that's actually something that we talked about in the last um, on our last episode, which was. Force Awakens had a lot of elements of a new hope. And and because of number one, like the biggest one, of course, is the trench run. That was like a huge, like, oh, hey, we did this in a new hope. We just want to remind you that we did this in a new hope. We're going to put it in this movie. And then, and then the other one um, was kind of the plot where like, oh, hey, there was a planet that was blown up. It happened in A New Hope. There, well, I think they blew up their planets like five or six. (laughs) There, there was also the older and wiser character, Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, you know what? It was Han Solo in Force Awakens, and guess what? He died as well. And then, yeah, so I, I know David, um, quotes George Lucas a lot on this, uh, on on this, but you know, it's it's supposed to rhyme, and that's fine. But there's also this thing called copy and paste. And that's what they kind of did with it's the a, sequel. Oh, I got it high school. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and uh, and they also did that in the Last Jedi. Um, yes, it was different, but the the final battle on crate where they had the ATATs and 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 they had the speeders. That was a clear copy and paste, not exactly, but very similar to what we saw in the Empire Strikes Back, and it wasn't an original idea. And on that a was white open plane. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. The and, and 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 it threw me off that that we didn't get a second crazier battle station in Rise of Skywalker. It just ended up being a bunch of cruisers, and I was like, oh, okay, because like I, I was waiting for that. I think that we will see less Star Wars creep, or I, I I don't think we will see as much Star Wars creep as we have with the Marvel series, just because of the nature of Star Wars fans. Yeah, that are constantly challenging and trying to push the series forward. It can happen if we're not careful and the people that are producing these shows and series are not careful. Do I think that the people that are in charge right now are are leaning towards that way or in that direction at all? No. I think the series is in pretty solid hands right now. And beyond that, I think the people who are rising to take over those positions eventually are are always looking to push the boundaries of what Star Wars can be. That's one of my favorite reasons that Taika is going to direct something in star yeah. wars because i feel like that's such a yes big shakeup. they're always doing something different and that's why and i know you know some of them weren't popular that's why i praise vision so much say what you will about the series but it was all different and they were all concepts that that's could true. work right and every single one of those episodes could work i think everyone 
has an episode in that that they actually liked. Yeah. Exactly. At least one episode in there. I don't know anyone who said, I don't like any of these. Mm-hmm. And like, if not, if you didn't like any of them, then you cannot say at least <laughs> that it wasn't a fascinating concept that you wouldn't at least be interested in seeing explored. Some of Those them are probably like the, the original trilogy only Star Wars fans that would say that they don't like any of them. So <laughs> like those are the ones that aren't susceptible to change. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, your opinion, while it is valid, the 80s is I dead. don't want to get out of here. But do you think that's just because of what they, they never gave that cut. They had such good stuff after the original trilogy in EU stuff that I feel like almost none of that was like could be criticized. Like I know a lot of it is like absolute cringe, like like as in book wise, comic book wise, and uh, video game wise. But I feel like they still got, they still have like their version of what comes next in Star Wars. So when that EU was closed off, and then they became like the prequels, it's the same thing that's happening now. Whereas like we had like prequel stuff that was canon but it's not now after our, our new sequel trilogy and that kind of thing. So it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. I don't know. I, I think at that point, it's just a personal problem. Yeah. It's like, okay, you need to, at some point accept that there's going to be star Wars content that you don't like and you need to right. get over it. It is how it right. is. Disney is building this the way that they are building it for a specific reason, because they want it to be well thought out stories. And unfortunate, or as unfortunate as to say, a lot of us don't like the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. But it's there, and it's going to be there. And Disney's, I believe, to. I think prideful is a hard word, harsh word, but they do have like they are a multi-billion-dollar company, and they don't want to go back on what they put out there, right? So, we know that they're too prideful to change it. They're not going to. So this is it. Like this is just how things are. So what do we do? We accept what happened. We move forward, and we make better star wars content we learn from our mistakes that's right. part of being human um so so here's a comment from la lamp on twitch saying i generally hate that i have to wait a whole week for another episode but it it is also better because you can get like nine hours of runtime on tv shows while on the other hand you can only get two hours with movies i i agree with that statement um that's the great thing about TV shows is that you can get more time with a character. And that's why I'm glad that they're not doing Obi-Wan Kenobi as a movie and they're doing it with a show mm-hmm. because as, as great as Solo was, you know, there really wasn't that much story to explore in that movie. Now, if now in Kenobi, there's a lot, there was a lot to break down with that character. And I think if we had a movie, I think we would be rushed on that time. When with the TV show, we have a long period of time to fall in love with the character all over again. When you only have that two-hour window of being like, oh, okay, you know, I, I wish I would have saw this and this, but they didn't add it because it was it was a time crunch. And, and, and that's the biggest thing with movies. And that's kind of going back to what we were talking about, where they will probably fall into doing more TV shows than movies. Um, there was also a comment that was made uh, about... Uh, by legendary specter saying part oh. about movies as season finales which the walking dead is idea. is actually going to be doing something very similar to that um and i think that's a great idea 
I think that would be able to draw more people into the theater of being like, okay, well now if I want to see this, I have to go to. But it's a series finale, not not like a like well, a. Poor K, no those dose is my question. Release it as a movie on the platform and also i don't know i, tur- I don't I know i, I, I feel like there's a way to get the best i feel like there's a way to get the best of both worlds like offer it in theaters it's because it's just that it's a, it's a series finale like this it's done this is like where it's gonna end i i, okay. I completely agree with that i don't know if i agree with it being um just like a season finale series finale like this is the end of everything yes because it's such a big experience. But if I go see that a series sense. finale and it's only like the length of a regular episode, is it right. really worth it? So here's well, the other question. It's a movie, though. Maybe you, um, get, you know, longer, like, up two, three so hours. Once we two, actually get hour. to oh, the part and the story that they're trying to tell with Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, the new Ahsoka series, and, uh, and possibly like the new Rangers of of republic if they actually you know work on that um of what all that's leading <laughs> up to is this avengers endgame type events where they go and try and take back the planet mandalore and then thrown as the main villain would you rather see that on screen or would you rather see i would rather the see theater? them in the theaters right in theaters for sure because but that would be a good series I, finale. Live action right, thrown right yeah. because of i remember watching uh that of the big fight scene of game of thrones which it's been in it was so anticipated and i remember watching that on my tv you saw and that? i know i know that was like a huge like controversial thing because people were like oh my gosh like the screen is so dark we couldn't see like i was like i couldn't see what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah um but i even think like family that, was like yeah yeah um i think if they do something like that Especially with a big event like that, I think that needs to be on a movie screen, not a TV screen, and that will definitely bring more people to the theater. I think maybe maybe having the option of like, oh, you can watch it on Disney Plus or you can go to the theater. I think if they did that, more people would you know choose. Oh, well, yeah, I can watch it for free, but then there's definitely the more right. You know, well, here's More the thing. wealthier it's like, people that would be like, well, I'm going to go watch that on, on the it, screen. Exactly. If, and as much as I hate to say it, like you're cutting, you're cutting the profit from the theaters. Yeah. But I mean, really, the, the people who want to go and see it in theaters are going to go and see it in theaters. And the people who aren't, who, who like, who don't want to go pay to the theaters, well, is it fair to make them wait for a season finale, a series finale, for it to go through the whole process of it screening in theaters? And then at that point, you have to worry about spoilers, whether they're going to get to them or not, and right. whether they're still going to be interested. You know, I was under the impression they were they would be doing that simultaneously, like because I mean they already Disney kind of do that and in theaters. Exactly, and they, I think that that would be the best way to go about it. They already kind of do that with some of the movies that they release now. Like I remember, me, I mean, they they'll have like a movie that's in theaters for like two weeks and then it goes out on streaming services yeah it's like you can make the decision for yourself on what you want to do exactly and i i I think i think that that's definitely a solid way to go about doing it and i think that i would be into the idea of going because me as or i think most of us as hardcore fans would like definitely go and see in theaters and pay that money and show the support to the movie um as opposed to you know maybe on principle you could watch it on disney plus for free like i would go and see theaters and then come home and then re-watch it again 
on Disney Plus. You know, that same time. day or the next day. Mm-hmm. Same day, next day. You know, do they do like? I mean, I'm trying to use like trying to find an example of when they've actually done that. Um, like, do you guys remember when they released Raya: The Last Dragon? Yeah, like that. Yeah. I think they did release that in in theaters first, and then I think they waited like a month before you were able to get it. Well, they had via that, that uh, Mulan, Mulan as well. Live action. Oh, yeah. that, like weird one where yeah, you... but they, yeah, you had to pay for that even on Disney Plus. It was premiere mm-hmm. access only for like a month or two months. Like they released it on yeah, in you theaters. Could, you had the decision to go. Waited see a it. month. Yeah. Pay for yeah. premiere access, yeah. and then if you waited another month, then you could see it free of charge. Yeah, because of because of they because of when they did that for Black Widow, that was the whole thing with Scarlett Johansson like suing, um, suing Disney and Marvel because of her like profit from the movie was divided because it came out as the movie came out in the theaters. Uh, um, it was also happening at the same time as it was coming out on Disney Plus, and she made it's less like money because forgot. of that. It's yeah. like the, oh wait, we should have waited. Did you remember that? Yeah, we did. Okay. I cannot stress this enough. For anyone who might be listening, we cannot let this fall into the pit of uh, of people having to pay for the season finale. It should be free on the streaming service and paid in the theaters. Free on the streaming service, paid in the theaters. You should not have to pay for a season finale. That is not what any of us are saying. But the option should be there. I mean, I get... Okay, can you read this comment out loud so I can respond? Um, I got you. One in a season finale. Uh, uh, Alienate. Thank you. Anyone who hasn't watched the TV show. I mean, why would you go see a season finale if you haven't seen the TV show? Oh, well, yeah. No, we're not saying like, I mean, let's but face it. Get like a, there would definitely be those people. Before. We've done yeah. it before where we've, we've played like the series finale in the theater. Like we did that for Game of Thrones. Like you could go see it in the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth it really anymore. Cause like, yeah, it's funny because Endgame was the series finale of a TV show, but it was movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Star Wars can be the same. And I think its best option is to do the same thing, but stick to TV show format i will say my my vote is for this do the series on the streaming service i'll watch the series do the last episode um whether that be a season finale series finale whatever we'll leave that up in the up in the up in the air do it as a movie like make make all the make all the elements that have been building up from this series into a two three hour feature length film Okay. And stream it on the service for free, and then put it in theaters. And then the hardcore fans will definitely go and see it in theaters and buy it out. And I'm sure there's definitely an argument to be made about whether it's worth the cost of putting it in theaters and whatnot. And overall, that's up to the executives. Well, then we'll have just another Scarlett Johansson situation if they release yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I think one I show. I think one show <laughs> that is going to change the whole way that we look at. Um, at TV shows and everything is going to be the new Rings of Power, and the reason why I say that is because if they built that show, like Nerd. like they were filming a like they were filming a movie series, and then they just put it in into like a show style setting, and I think when that show comes out, I think it's going to be very interesting That's to a fair see. Statement. That's a very yeah. fair statement. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I think that is definitely going to make get TV shows differently because Rings of Power it hasn't even come out yet, but it has already broken the record of the most expensive TV show ever made. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy to think about because there's even movies that have never had that that have never had that budget. I don't think even Star Wars had that budget. I think the movie closest to having that budget as a TV show is Avatar. That's crazy. So, Elon Musk should make movies. He's too busy making rockets. Be and careful Twitter what you wish for. Posts, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to. I um, And something else as well is they also put a hold on Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Um, Kathleen Kennedy oh, no. said that. Uh, and and <laughs> it's and the main reason why is because of they are trying to focus. Um, he is trying to focus on the stuff that he's doing with the with the Knives Out movies because the first one did so well, which I love the first Knives Out. So kudos to him. Uh, and this is something we talked about in the last episode. But I think that Ryan Johnson doing it own like his own trilogy where it doesn't have anything to do with main characters that we know like Luke Skywalker Han like any of those characters at all I think he will do, I I think he will make a great trilogy do you I think, think that it would kid be with phenomenal. the broom and the force will show up <laughs> that was why I didn't like you know the the rest of the sequel stuff cuz we didn't get to see a story there were a lot of elements from the last Jedi that I liked I thought it was very cool but 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 just the story aspect of it just didn't work for me, and it was because of they they were dealing with characters that I don't think Ryan Johnson knew. Like you know how when we were kids and we would have action figures, and then we would like you know kind of make up our own stories of like oh like they would go do this and stuff. I always did that, but I never pictured it as like oh you know this could be a thing. And that's how Ryan Johnson kind of put it as, you know, I'm I'm going to put my own twist on it. I'm going to take away the Ryan boom. Johnson's plot thoughts. Like that's how he comes up with his films. Well, <laughs> I am saying that, that <laughs> they took the entire he took the entire blueprint of what the sequel trilogy was supposed to be, and then completely did his own thing. And then Colin Trevorrow got screwed over. It's um, a calm thing to do. Uh, and uh, and he never got to, you know, do anything with with the with his episode nine, which was Duel of Fates. Which that that actual script is online, and if you haven't read it, I highly it's suggest definitely interesting because it. it's very interesting. It was supposed to be very very dark. Most of the movie was supposed to take place in Coruscant. Um, General Hux actually, I I, I remember in the script and his actual concept art. Um, Hux like you know is in like this obsession of power. And then when the resistance shows up with reinforcements and stuff in Coruscant, Hux is like, hey, we're going to lose. He takes his own life with Mace Windu's lightsaber. Like, it was like, wow, like, that is so dark. Like, what the heck? Like, this is crazy. And, um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, no, that whole movie was just supposed to be like a very, um, it was the complete opposite of what the Rise of Skywalker was. I, I feel like, like that would have been a good natural way for this series to progress. Yeah, was to get like darker and yeah. darker because like that—that's sort of what the whole thing is about, right? Yeah. Is like the, the prequels, the original trilogy, and um, the prequels in the original trilogy are about supposed to be about all of these dark 
terrible things happening as the dark side of the force takes over with these little bits of hope and light sprinkled in to show that it's not always dark, right? Mm -hmm. And then the good guy wins. And then I feel like a great natural progression for the sequel trilogy would have been something along the lines of like, oh, okay, things are crazy now. Things are like really bad. The dark side of the force, super powerful. Um, All these bad, terrible Rogue One-esque things are happening. The galaxy is falling apart. And now finally, our saviors, like, yeah, (laughs) Finn... Ray and Poe are, are these little sprinkles of light that are finally, finally coming in to bring an end to all of this stuff. I mean, I kind of and agree with you. It's like here in mess. The original trilogy, it's like they start with the darkest of times and they build their way up to the lightest of times. And then the prequel, it's like we're at the most peaceful that the galaxy's ever been. And then it, yeah. it goes right into Collapses. the darkness. And then it leads into the original trilogy. And then the sequel trilogy is... We are in the pit of darkness, and then we are in the pit of lightness. Well, like, because here's the thing: we never right? see pit of darkness. We're just like we're like we're like, either coming out of it or going into it, but we're never in it. You know, the resistance we're in the, the of good. first order, I think, were was the rebellion and the empire, but their most fanatical traits. Like, take the the resistance, and then take the 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 empire or take the rebellion and take the empire and then ramp them up by like tenfold, right? The resistance is all about hope, all about all about light. We have to fix the galaxy or this is it. Like this is it. This is our final shot to fix things that are finally messed up. And the first order, they're fanatics. Like look at them. They are the remnants of the empire that believe that they are doing God's work by purifying the entire galaxy, right? So for it, to fall suddenly this galaxy into complete and utter, utter turmoil and come to this huge, massive conclusion, I think would have made sense for things to be, you know, super crazy. Explore a bunch of really I, dark I just, and super light concepts. I don't know. Part of me like wishes that Duel of Fates actually kind of like went through just so yeah. we could. Cause like, I remember like when we like the, I don't know if you guys have read like the books <clears throat> about the high Republic and stuff like that, that have come mm-hmm. up recently, but they're like talking about like, this period of peace and mm-hmm. how I'm like, that sounds boring. A period of peace. That means nothing's happening. What's going on. And then the book starts with the ship coming out of hyperspace <laughs> and everything <laughs> is in turmoil. And I'm like, the hyperspace disaster. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this is not what I thought that this is going to be gets, all. It only gets worse too. Because yes. like, then you start you get, having like, that, not to go too much into spoilers, uh, but like, then you have a, there's so like much a, death. There's yeah. So then you much. have this disaster that happens. Like the Jedi's are having premonition of all this darkness coming in the Force, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. And it's like, like oh my god, effect. what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, our fragment did what? Oh my god, what are we gonna do? And I'm like, okay, that's I. I want to see that as a film or like yeah. a short that, series. I, Give me I think that. that that could have been something really good for the sequel trilogy to have been. It goes zero to hundred real quick, because I like yeah. the idea of like the Jedi, the light side, like going into the pits of darkness and then bringing it out. They always, they're always like, they do these terrible things, and I'm like, oh, can I see them, please? <laughs> Show right. me a little bit of this darkness. And of course, that like it is supposed to be a family film, but like obviously, Rogue One has shown us that Disney can find a way to get around things by implying what happens. I mean, yeah. Like, like if you ask if Cassian Andor, Hux, like, like, we did terrible things. Murder we himself were the, on the, screen. The good guys. 
Like we, you know, you could still see the cut of Hux looking off into the distance and then the screen goes dark as the sound of a lightsaber blade ignites. Cut, cut to and, the next. And scene. then the version of right. Hux getting killed in the rise of Skywalker, he still gets blasted across the, the bridge. So like, I mean, like, yes, he dies, but not in, not in like the, the darkest of ways, but like still yeah. dark enough to like warrant, like maybe shielding your children's eyes at, depending on their <laughs> age. So like, they, they're like, they got so close to the line and they're like, we're not going to cross it. Cause then we have to like change it to a PG 13 slash rated R yeah. and like, but rated R just makes for such a better film. I mean, Deadpool. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, like I said, mm, I'll I, I'll challenge you on that only to say that, like, um, it depends on the director okay. and what you can actually get away with. Because because most of the movies that we see, it's just because of like swearing that it ends up being PG thirteen. Like mm-hmm. that's the only reason. Because like the the newest Adult Doctor Strange content. man, oh my, that, that has was a lot dark. of stuff in it, bro. That was, I was gonna, just I was like, bring that up too. This mm-hmm. is some PG thirteen. It earned its PG thirteen rating. Whereas uh, I was like, I'd love to see this kind of stuff in Star Wars. Come Here's on. a comment too. It's it's funny. We're all on this. Here we go. Uh, uh, Y'all, I have not seen Doctor Strange. Don't spoil it for me. You, you should not have said that with Josh right here. Now he's I mean, it's it's plot. it's done by Sam Raimi, and he's he's done Evil Dead, and I was yeah. like, hmm, I wonder how much of this element is actually going to come through in the film, and how much he can actually get away with with Disney being ahead of it, and he still gets away with a lot. Here's the thing: it doesn't need to be R-rated for it to be good. I will fight you on that because look at Avatar: The Last Airbender. Say it had involved. to be rated. Well, of course, right? I, I just feel like we, we could, we could add a lot more edge to Star Wars, and we could still keep it PG thirteen. Keep it, keep it and it would still be good. Yeah, yeah, like, there's a there's be. a barometer. This is PG thirteen. This is it. PG just needs to be done the right way. Rated R, and they they stay in this this side of PG thirteen. <laughs> but there's all this over here that they could use. Like, what about all this part? It's still PG thirteen if you keep it in here. Definitely just talked about this before. I would love to see adult Star Wars content, you know, just as a hardcore fan. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. I would love to see adult Star Wars content. Yeah, that would have been like, Star Wars 13, 13 easily. I, I'd love to see where that goes. <laughs> and I, I think that they should stray away from it um, because they've done series like Punisher for the Mar- like for Marvel. So why haven't we gotten anything like that for Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, we're not talking like... Some I know Star Wars is Leia, supposed like, to be quote-unquote for kids, stuff. but I feel like we have a large enough fan base now that it's something that... If you know, like, the actual lore about Star Wars, it's pretty dark. Like, the whole universe yeah. is basically out to get you in the darkest <laughs> it way. Well, it is. It's a dark past future. Like, that was the entire concept of it. But they like, always get the to West about how dark, dark it is. You want to see how dark it is. Come yeah, on. That's, that's, that's the difference, is being able to see that uh, in live exactly. action, I think, I would just, change a lot of things. I think the first, like, show that we will really see that would be very dark um, for Star Wars, more than, you know, Order 66 was, would probably be the Acolyte show. I think that one will definitely be dark. I think it will be more like about the Sith, but I think one show that I really, really hope that would, you know, come to pass uh, would be the would be about Darth Plagueis because the Darth Plagueis novel is one of these darkest things um, in Star Wars, and there's like a there's like a ten to fifteen minute page of how the Emperor slowly kills Darth Plagueis, and 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 it's so detailed and it's so terrifying, and I was like having. Having those elements into shows uh, uh, or anything in Star Wars is what I think Star Wars needs more. 
because of we get that the emperor is terrifying we get that he wants to rule the galaxy but we don't know the real reasons why they're never really explored but in that novel it's they like talk about it a lot and i highly recommend the book um Um, i don't know i i think that we will probably see some pretty dark elements of star wars in andor i think we'll see it in I think we'll see it in Kenobi too. We definitely saw it in Jedi Fallen Order, which also is really is something else I wanted to talk about. Is yes, we are getting movies and TV shows, but we're we're in the universe of where the games are, and uh, the games, comics, and novels are all connected. Um, they're all in canon in some way. Now, for theme park stuff, not all of it is canon, but some of it is. Like for example, Galaxy's Edge, the Planet Bot Two is canon. They the first time we ever heard it was in Solo, um, because they because of L three talks about Black Spire Outpost, and uh, and then we find out like Han and Chewie have been there and stuff like that, and then you know Hondo's there and and Hondo is you know in the Clone Wars and Rebels and so it's it is definitely um very cool that we have that that for Star Wars fans we get to experience things that are now canon because. There, there was a time um, of when Disney bought Lucasfilm, and I was like, okay, so this stuff is canon now, and this stuff isn't. And that was a very, very rough time for Star Wars fans because of when they like did that. They were like, the Old Republic is no longer canon. Everyone flipped out, and they were like, what? No. A bad way to start. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, and, uh, Buy it and, and then delete it. Right. So – that was very interesting to see because now if you compare some of the stuff they do for Marvel, that's more complicated because of the TV shows and movies are only canon. Now, if you go to the games, none of those games are canon, like like technically to the MCU, but now to the multiverse because now the multiverse is a thing. But, but yeah, now everything's technically canon. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. That's the weirdest loophole I've ever seen. Right. But, like, it's also hard because, like, other than, like, the original comics and original storylines, Disney built the MCU from the ground up. They acquired Lucasfilm, and the, the baseline had already been set, and they had something to build off of. But, like, they were like, okay, uh, we're going to use this content, but this content we don't know what to do with, so it just doesn't work anymore. So it's not canon. So they kind of just threw it out. Whereas, like... I mean, I'm sure like when Disney first bought Lucasfilm, I'm sure people were like, oh my God, we might see some like Old Republic stuff. And they're like, you're never going to see that from us. No. Um, <laughs> that And that re- instantly turned a lot of the people's eye away from Disney like because they're like, oh, Disney's going to ruin Star Wars. Or they have already ruined Star Wars just by buying it and de- debunking half of uh, the EU there. And I'm like, okay, it was a bad first move. And they've They've made up for it in some ways, but like I'm sure that there's some people out there that still to this day are like, I won't watch any Disney and Lucasfilm stuff. Because- I'm not going to try and pretend to say that the EU wasn't an absolute mess in trying to figure out what was what was canon and what was not canon or like what, what was actually happening in the EU coherently wasn't super difficult. Right. Uh, and they were like, but, but, I, I do appreciate what Disney did by buying it and now that I appreciate them trying to canonize a storyline that we sort of understand what's going on and can follow the pieces because man, I remember 
being a kid and trying to look through the EU and just watching a thousand articles pop up all going in different directions about all these super hyper powerful characters and like, like, okay, so who's stronger than them? And, and uh, okay, now who's, who's stronger than this guy? Charger Jar Binks is always going to be on top. What connection do they have to this? Like the EU, like, oh God, you such a spider web of information. Um, and I'm glad that Disney has control of it and are doing things at least in a somewhat tasteful manner now in a way that we can understand. <clears throat> yeah. Lucasfilm was just like content, content, content. I don't care if it's real or if it's not. Establish storyline and establish way the universe is supposed to work. And it's not it, almost like Dragon Ball Z level of like, now <laughs> this Sith is more powerful than this Sith because he has it's red lightning. Now he's, got, he's got Ultra Instinct Force Lightning 9, which makes him more powerful than Plagueis. Because Jesus, I you're a so nerd. <laughs> this guy. What did I right. say? <laughs> yeah, what uh, did I say? But yeah, so... like we, we have clear lines of what is and what is not in Star Wars. And that right. I appreciate. Yeah. I do um, appreciate I Disney for that. Yeah. The... The future of Star Wars will definitely be interesting to see, and we are definitely going to find that out some some about the future of Star Wars next week. Next week is Star Wars Celebration. Let's go! Um, Hopefully, there's no lottery system. Oh, um, there is a. <laughs> there's something I want to talk to you really quick, Josh. Now yeah. that you see Multiverse yeah. of Madness, and I know that you've talked about it before, really quick before we want to, I don't know, wrap things up. But Star Wars Multiverse. Now that Multiverse of Madness. No. Out no, and we have no, no, we no, have, no, no, um, no, none. Don't Can want you it. remove Mason it's from not, this? Line? Okay. Okay. I'm just, Mason, I'm just, Mason, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it like with Your this. Thoughts. The only thing like that was that stuff. I am going to be okay with is Ahsoka using that time travel thing, yes, uh-huh. space in between to see the beginning of the Jedi. I think that would be a very cool thing to watch. We get okay. to see the history of yeah, the world between worlds using the world between worlds to see the, <laughs> the history one world up until now. <laughs> so we get to see through her eyes the history of the Jedi. That that's right. literally as much as I want to be able to be like, okay. you can time travel as much as you like. This is the only way I'd like it. Right. Okay. But that's yeah, that time sense. travel. That is not multiverse. That's, no, yeah, and that's I not would dimension just, I travel. Just but the thing is I wanted to pick everyone's brain on it. Not that I no. agree or disagree with anything. Marvel Ahsoka, stuff is, but my point here. is, isn't Ahsoka being there and being pulled out, isn't that mean that she's a part of like a different verse, right? She was elsewhere. She was that or is the, it just the, described as the will of the force? That was also a different timeline. There's a difference between different timelines and different, and different like, like of, of the multi-timeline. Yeah, because of multiverse is made of. All right, no, I, mean, I open up a can of worms. That's yes, confusing. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Ahsoka not. series is going to take place before she's even gone to the world between worlds. So, like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, no, that okay. All right, <laughs> I am not diving into that. It that, doesn't. That, that you, just... you go back. In any case. No. I uh yeah so no I what I if agree. the entire Soka series is it starts off with her walking through one of those doors and then oh, I'm curious no. to see how far no. the world between worlds is going to be taken I'm very curious to see how far she's going to go back and kill Baby Thrawn I don't think <laughs> it's going to open up a whole bunch of different timelines because like we were just saying like Disney's entire just... goal is to have a one can one canonical timeline of what star wars is and is not and i feel like if we start opening it back up to extended universe then that just puts us back in 
back in um, step one, right? Back, back in time. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no, but I think good. we're going to learn a lot about the future of Star Wars next week because Star Celebration is next week. We are getting Obi-Wan Kenobi. We are going to be dropping all of our info um, uh, here very soon for our live stream stuff because every single night of Celebration, we will be doing a live stream. <gasps> um, uh, and we also will also be live streaming on uh, on on. Um, inside the convention center on on the show on the show floor gosh i can't talk today it's fine, show it's floor. fine. Woo! Um, uh and are you guys there, gonna be doing a lottery system so that we can go and see us there <laughs> is the lottery system uh, you could if you haven't for, already yeah. yes for celebration goers you have until may 22nd to sign up for the panels that you want to go to um more there days, are um there are also the there's also the lottery system to get into some of the celebration um store lines i guess now there's a lot um something very interesting is there's actually a lot of max rebo merch on the celebration store this year including um uh something that josh really wants me to get and i'm i'm and and i'm gonna do my best hopefully it's not sold out but there's the dexter jester uh restaurant uh, neon sign. Oh yes. Yeah. How much that is they? pretty cool. That is pretty you know, cool. The price. Yeah. Knows the price is you want a cup of Joe? You know. I Mason, you that that um for any of our listeners or anyone watching live that if you have been wanting to go to Starlight Celebration and missed the opportunity to get a badge. This is a cool plug that if you are not following our Instagram, we have this super cool once of a lifetime giveaway that we are giving away Let's two go. free four day passes um, that can that will be decided. I think we're going to decide on this Sunday, the twenty second. <laughs> yep, I think that is the day. So you have until you have until the twenty second to enter into this out, like, once in a lifetime yeah. giveaway. I <laughs> he's just frozen. Mason, you, you, you were doing so well until the very end of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there it goes, Mason. Uh, but like I said, if you do not follow us on Instagram, please go look at us. We are doing a once-in-a-lifetime giveaway with two free four-day passes to Star Wars Celebration 2022. And you could have a chance to not only uh, witness this awesome experience in person you will have a chance to meet yours truly along with the rest of the star wars stuff podcast Woo-hoo! oh he's in and he's out and he's in and he's out just kidding so um that's amazing if colin uh you want to run the um the whole social media thing we got that cool bar yeah. amazing yeah uh, that's that is run the we've bar got, we've Roll got we've got instagram we got instagram oh look at that stuff pod we got tiktok at stuff pod, yeah, Facebook. Yep. It's a pretty stuff pod. Yes, it's uh, not only Facebook. Our most important, we got our Patreon. That is changing after celebration. Very. Yeah, we have lots stuff. of new cool new, updates. Courtesy new of your, content your boy, Josh. is coming in that way. Uh, and then also we have our email. Please email us. We we love hearing from you guys. We we love your feedback. Whether it's um, good or bad, please just go ahead and give it to us. We yes. Love it. Yeah, give it a please shot. Please stop tagging us on all the Max Rebo merch. 
Um, we know it's there. We know it exists. <laughs> we don't need to keep seeing it. <laughs> Can't wait to get an email flooring me for, uh, you know, for dogging on the EU. Or not uh, knowing who Kevin Feige was. Not knowing who Kevin Feige was. We live and we learn, you know? These are the mistakes we make on the Star Stuff podcast, not the Marvel Stuff podcast. Just want to put that out there, but, you know. <clears throat> oh, um, our fellow brothers over the Marvel Stuff podcast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, please go and check them out. There's a lot of Marvel stuff happening, and if you love our podcast, then you'll definitely love theirs. Um, it's our sister podcast. podcast that we love it. Yeah. They're great. Uh, Amazing things. And we also got our own website, stuffpodcast.network.com. Uh, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. There's no so dot between the we. Networks. So we are, appreciate your feedback. We appreciate all the um, love and heartwarming messages, and just you guys listening to us every week. Um, we, we are so grateful. We love you all. Uh, stay tuned for, um, this Sunday's podcast because it's the last podcast before celebration. So we will kind of dive deep into what we think is going to happen and what we don't think is going to happen. But with that being said from Josh Mason, Matt and I, the force will be with you always. Always. I love you. Always. Bye guys. Bye.